Hey, I'm Kevin Pettit. And I'm Martin Fraser. And we are Loud Americans Discussing Soccer, better known as Lads. Oh, that's so much harder. Mm. All right. Today is Friday, May 24th, 2019. And Martin, I'm a warrior, a survivor. Um, I know I've never really declared that on the show, but I think today just proves just how strong I am to get in front of a, a microphone after a day I've had today. Yeah, man, you're just a box of broken parts, fractured, not whole. Fucking, mm-hmm. if you haven't heard, and I'm shocked this isn't on national news, Kevin had a little incident, an accident today. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so thoughts and prayers to Kevin. All yeah. of your thoughts, T-H-O-T-S, not yes. actual thoughts. Uh, actually if you want to give me thoughts that'd be sick (laughs) kevin why don't you tell the people about your harrowing experience with death destruction and dismay Mm -hmm. i saw my life flash before my eyes realizing i never in my life saw arsenal win a major trophy in my in my lifetime i've seen some fa cups but knowing i was going to die without seeing a premier league in person or a champions league which is far-fetched but you know it was, a, it, was, it was a strong experience, Martin. Um, so I was biking to work, uh, listening to Amy Winehouse on my AirPods, very privileged. And, <laughs> you know, I was at 15th and Pine every day. Just I take the same bike route. Martin and me used to bike it every day to work. Oh, I've probably biked this 500 times in my life. And a fucking car ran a red light and smacked right into me in broad mm-hmm. daylight. God Mm-mm-mm. damn it. Hit the back end of my bike going like 30 and I flipped right over my handlebars, braced the ground. And I told Martin, I had just written a blog for the law firm uh, we both worked at about like the five things you have to do if you get into a bicycle accident, if you get hit by a car. I did not follow them at all immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally like after I flipped over and like braced my for impact, like when I used to ride BMX, I literally started screaming at this woman. It was a fucking Toyota Highlander of all things. And I was just like, are you fucking serious? Watch where the fuck you're going. Like I was I was livid in this. I feel so bad for this old woman who came over to me. She was like, oh, my God, she ran that red light like you need to call someone. I'm like, you know what? She needs to watch where the fuck she's going. Like, I, <laughs> I had like a perfect witness to the scene. Um, oh, but it gets better, Martin. Like I literally start walking. I'm like thinking like, what should I do? I call my mom. She's like, yeah, you should probably call the cops. And I'm like, yeah, but luckily I had the woman still there and got a picture of her license and her name. And she was a nurse of all things, a nurse. Um, and I asked for her insurance information and then she comes back. She's like, I don't have that. And I'm like, okay, well, I just called the cops. I want to report this. And she goes, oh, okay. And she was like on the phone with someone else. And she was like, yeah, I think he just called the cops. And she just fucking drove off. Fucking Philly, y'all. That is the most Philly thing right there. Kevin's a statistic. Kevin's Uh, part of a stat right now. Always, we always talk shit about how people made a big deal about the dangers of biking in the city and big whoop, yada, yada, yada. Now Kevin's part of it. Kevin... Kevin's a statistic. Kevin got hurt driving a bike in Philly. God damn it. I'm just I'm just shook that he's all right because getting hit and your back tire going 30, shit, I would have panicked hard and probably driven into the closest building as fast as I could. I dude, like 
I'm just so lucky. Like, it was just, like, the back end of my bike, and luckily I threw my arms up. I wasn't wearing a helmet, which everyone's just been like, oh, fucking idiot. I'm like, come on, it's not my fault. Like, literally any other time, like, everyone's just like, well, what would you learn from this? Uh, Maybe not run red lights? Like, it wasn't yeah, right. me. Like, I am not at fault here, but it's always like, Kevin, well, you should have been wearing a helmet. Well, my head didn't get fucking hit. I might have a, a hairline fracture in my hand. I have a cast or a wrap on it right now. And I'm just like, I'm really sore. I'm in a lot of pain. But you know what? I'm a fucking I am saving Private Ryan right now, saving this podcast. And <laughs> I am, you know, I'm going to earn this. So we're here. We're doing some transfer talk. Um, and we're about we're going to crush it, Martin. We're going to literally crush the transfer talk. So let's get right into it. Uh, Borussia Dortmund is making some moves and making the Premier League and all the other leagues look very silly. So. Dortmund sells Christian Pulisic for about $60 million, $65 million, I think it was. And literally with that exact same money, bought Thorgan Hazard and uh, Julian Brandt. Is that correct? Yeah, and I've been watching Brandt for quite some time. There's been rumors that he was heading to Bayern Munich for the past two years, I think. Same with uh, going to Borussia Dortmund. And the Thorgan Hazard move really su- surprised me. Because I haven't seen much of him play. I know he had supposedly been tearing it up with Borussia Mönchengladbach. Um, but it's it's really fucking dope. And I always love this when it happens in sports. When brothers are like playing in the top tier. Maybe in this case it's not side by side like it is in the NFL. Especially with the Avril twins um, on uh, Seahawks. The mm-hmm. two yep. uh, safety and middle linebacker. That's That's so fucking sick. Or so, like the Watt, the Watt brothers. And, yeah, uh, yeah, the fucking Watt trio. And uh, who's the Bosa? Who's the, uh, the Bosa's too. Yeah, I was gonna ask who's that racist frat boy from Ohio State. <laughs> well, okay, he just well, he's got some, he's got some, you know, some cancelable racism. Tweets. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> he's got, he's got some questionable, uh, <laughs> some, you know, it's, you know, it, he says it's all fun. So like, we just have to give him the benefit of the doubt, right? Or yeah, you know, exactly for sure. Right. I mean, it's all fun to be racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2019, um, uh, the president. But Thorgan, um, anyway. <laughs> obviously, back to soccer, back to what matters. Thorgan um, is obviously not as good as his brother Eden, but it's it's so fucking sick to see that little fucking just talent family. The cream rises to the top, and, and they really fucking made it to the top. So if we're lucky, we're going to get to see at least one brother battle next year. Um, but I think those are two fantastic targets and acquisitions by Borussia Dortmund, they kind of phased Christian out by about December, dude. I have to be honest. Like, he just stopped starting. He wasn't as featured as much. And they phased him out. And by by about January, February, Jaden Sancho completely took his place. And and so they he was surplus. And they made bank on him and got two talented players in other position, positions to replace him. So I fucking think that's an A plus bit of transfer by Borussia Dortmund. And I'm going to give Chelsea a D here. I, I told you already, Kev, I'm not thrilled about this transfer. I'm thrilled that I'm going to see him, but I don't think Pulisic is going to start. Like really? Like you don't think he's going to make the starting lineup over like Pedro or William or any of those guys? Nope. Really? Hmm. I don't I, think, I think he's better than them. Do you? I think, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm biased, you know, don't I don't I'm getting all like curb your enthusiasm now. Like, eh, you know, eh, I'm getting all Larry David. Um, <laughs> I I think he's good. I think he can start in a starting. I mean, when he Not was Chelsea, 
Uh, I think he can be better than William and Pedro. I mean, Pedro's old. William can be very inconsistent. Um, give the guy a chance. Come on, Martin. Where's that fucking red, white, and blue in you? Come on. Let's go. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to start doing the eagle thing, man. Oh, it's coming back. The Bob no. Bradley the Bob Bradley eagle is coming back, and it's going to be Christian Pulisic. And you know it's going to be great? Because he's going to be scoring all over Man U and Arsenal. It's going to be making us so sad. And we're going to be seeing so many Chelsea jerseys in America now. Does that hurt That's you, too? That's so true. That is so fucking true. We're going to see so many Pulisic's, so many fucking EPO jerseys, apparently. Um, and ironically, EPO is crazy, crazy in, in the younger kids. And I, I really can't believe I'm sounding like this and saying this right now. But apparently at college, all the fucking frat boys, I know this because of my brother, and all the people in college and, and parties and shit, they all love the EPO and they throw watch parties and shit. And what? Yeah. This so, is bullshit. We missed out on this. Well, then again, we, I went know. To, we went to VMI, so this wouldn't happen anyway. But like, that's still bullshit. It's still bullshit. So, you know, we're about to see a a, a new generation of soccer. You were made fun fans. of. So this is just bad. You were, we were yeah, made fun of. You're soccer fairies. Soccer. Yeah. Uh, fa- I won't say it, but you know what the word I'm going to say. Frogs. Waggots. We were soccer waggots. And <laughs> I was not too thrilled about that. Um, that's bullshit. Now it's cool. Now, I, now I want to start another podcast. I'll start an NBA podcast because now this soccer's taking over. S- sucks. Um, Dude, I, fuck NBA, man. I'm done with that shit. The second the Sixers got knocked out, I stopped watching. I haven't seen a game since. Yeah, uh, the Milwaukee-Toronto series is interesting, but then again, it's Milwaukee and Toronto, like you know, two giant markets. This is yeah. this is like a. Freaking uh, Brighton Fulham final. If I would do a comparison, like mm-hmm. who who cares? Who cares? Um, but yeah, what do you think about Dortmund just snatching up this young German talent? Though I mean, this is such a Bayern move. Like, and Dortmund is just like doing some phenomenal business. I mean, I think if either of those players went to the Premier League, they would probably be fetching fifty million or more. So the fact that I they agree. got both. If they got both of them for sixty, like what are like what is the EPL doing wrong? Like they fucking dude, it's it's the same EPO is just like a league's version of Manchester City or PSG or Real Madrid or United or any top team. EPL doesn't fucking care how much money they'll spend. They'll spend they'll outspend the Spanish league, the Italian league the German League and the French League, easy, any day of the week. And that's number one through number 20 in terms of team spending. Like, if you do a comparison between the top teams in uh, La Liga and the bottom teams in La Liga and compare it to the EPL compatriots, the spending is outrageous. So as much as we bitch about teams like City and as much as I bitch about teams like City and PSG, truly ruining the transfer value and the value of a dollar and the value of a player. It's EPL, man. They'll just fucking, they're, they're like, they'll just toss money at a problem until they fucking find the solution to it. And it's dope. We see the best players. We have the best league, but fuck, they'll fucking overpay any day. Yeah. This is just, uh, it's just saddening because like, any other like all, like I just assume any player come to the prem is now just fifty plus, you know, mm-hmm. and it and it just like I know that player is not like worth fifty million plus, you know. Oh yeah, it's just saddening because I feel like that's just diluting our league and we're getting like 
mediocre, not mediocre, but like average to maybe above average players for like ridiculous wages. It's kind of like if you can shoot in the NBA now, like you're not a great player, but because you can shoot, you're getting paid ridiculous amount of money because mm-hmm. um, that's where the league is heading. So I don't know. This is just kind of like worrisome. Um, but I do have one thing I wanted to say. I retweeted this on our Twitter timeline today. They did an interview of Christian Pulisic now that he's at Chelsea. Um with the BB or BBT sports. And dude, I, I don't think you saw this. They literally just asked him all about Jaden Sancho, not about his move to Chelsea. It was so shitty. Like it was a very shitty interview. It was like, Oh, so what'd you make of Jaden Sancho? And he was like, you could see Christian's face. He's like, um, you know, he's a great player. Like, you know, seeing him come up and like, he was awesome. Like, and then he, he did a follow up. So like, where do you see him going in the future? Like Jesus. it was just, it turned into like a Jaden Sancho, like fucking love fest. And I just felt so bad for Christian. Like you see on his face, like what is, what are these questions? Um, fucking so, English media, dude. I mean, I that, that fucking tells you another thing about the EPL. The media is just a bunch of weirdos and fucking like drama hunters. They'll look for that shit. And I think wankers, wankers, they're fucking wankers. And, but I, I really do think that that we do eventually as soccer fans and, you know, as a, if only we had a governing body of soccer like the FA or FIFA, I do think, and we've talked about it before, I think it's a great idea to put a cap on some of this spending. Otherwise, it's, it's, it's going to continue to just get out of control. Everything is just getting worse and worse in terms of the fiscal, fiscal value and the spending with each transfer window. So I think the FA, the FIFA organization, UEFA, whoever has the power over every, um, you know, league has to step in and be like, yo, relax, stop. There's competition for a player. And then there's just throwing money until that player says yes. And that latter part has to fucking go. Mm -hmm. I think a great example of what you were saying about the dilution of value and talent in the prem because of these big spendings is look at Manchester United's defense. Look at Arsenal's defense. Uh, there are some big names, players that were paid huge money to come play for those two teams that are average. Mustafi is the first one I can think of. Mm-hmm. Fucking, is he worth 35,000? Yeah, 35 thousand pounds in any sense of the world no he's not he's mm-hmm. he's about a nine no, you're right it was 35 it was 13 35 million you're right yeah sorry i can't i panicked i was like 35 nope 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 it's okay uh, I'm, i've been in like a daze all day so that's totally fine like you know <laughs> after you go through such a traumatic experience like me martin you'll you'll understand even though you've been like hit on your motorcycle like four times so i have i have <laughs> yes yeah you like you like i remember we were at work and you like came up to me in the cubicle and you're like hey can you rub this lotion on me and you like lift up your shirt and you're like covered in road rash i'm like jesus christ dude like you look like you just got mauled by like a fucking like um what's it called a ramsey bolton dog yeah mm. game, game game of thrones reference guys fucking nerd. refuse to watch the last episode Oh, did you really? Oh, my God. You probably signed the petition, too, you pussy. Oh, I didn't know there was a petition. It's just—it's actually me just being lazy and knowing it's shit, so I'm not going to put myself through it. I'm oh, okay with ending okay. it like on i I'm ending it on a fucking cliffhanger right now. I don't mm. know how the story ends, so it's a fucking great ending for me. No so if you didn't what. do that, yeah. So if you didn't do that, you're a fool. Uh, oh, Schroeder's yeah. cat! You Schroeder's cats that you said like, hey, <laughs> if, I, if I don't open that box, that's not a dead cat. So, exactly. 
So That's it, good. It's def- defo not a bad episode if I can't see it. Mm-hmm. It can't be a good episode if you don't see it either. So that's exactly. Yep, Live in nothingness. Uh, that's how I've been treating Arsenal. Like, ah, if I don't, <laughs> if I don't watch the Europa League uh, final. Actually, we'll do some more transfers, but let's uh, transition over to this. Uh, I talked about this on the last podcast, but what are your thoughts on this whole Mikitarian bullshit in Baku and that country I can't pronounce? <laughs> Azerbaijan. Oh, that's how you pronounce it. Oh, I bu- yeah. I butcher that so bad. So yeah, what are your what are your thoughts on this? Because I think it, UEFA is just fucking everyone over. Well, first and foremost, it's it's this is the one sport that is truly an international sport, and there's been examples in the years past where countries and people have put aside their differences to let this sport grow and let this sport entertain their mass population. Um, so first and foremost, to see this even have to be talked about, have to be fucking um, issue. taken care of. Yeah, for this to be an issue at all, it's, it's really just sad for me as a sports fan and a lover of great stories like this could have been. Um, so it's it's just sad to see that was an issue before it even began. Um, and then for Mickey Torian and for really any Armenian to not feel safe and, and not be allowed to travel to that region is just a travesty. And, and for UEFA really not to do anything, literally not even lift a fucking finger to help out this situation. We've talked about it before in, in their response to alleged racism, response to actual racism, response to really any fucking, uh, what's it called, trigger word. Has just been unsettlingly weak, and once again we see the priorities of UEFA is is really not to help help players, help fans, help the organization. It's it's really just a governing organization that just makes rules when they want to and, and don't money. enforce. Just yeah, tons. Just however they can get their pockets deeper with money, they'll do it. And it's exactly. just it's just saddening, dude. Like it, like. Like they knew going in from earlier uh, Europa League matches that Armenia, um, yeah, yeah, and Alzerjan Babab Aladdin place, like they they didn't do well together. You know, it was like uh, water and oil, or is that right? They you're, don't. You're right. You're okay. Right. Okay. Cool. All right. Can I? Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and like it's just so frustrating, dude. And I feel so bad for Mkhitaryan because you know he did score in a Europa League final. People forget that. Hey, Martin. Yeah, he yeah. won it for us. Yay! Hey, hey, that's that's <laughs> sil- that's silverware more than yeah. some other teams. Um, yeah. and he's actually been in fine form for the Europa League. So I think he's a like not a crucial piece. And I said in the last pod, like Martin, I told you he's one of the guys I want out at Arsenal. Bring in like a right. tr- bring in a true winger because I think he can be really inconsistent, especially with his defense. Mm-hmm. Um, which I know that's not like really his role, but he shouldn't be playing at the wing. And I don't know. I got problems with Mkhitaryan as a player, uh, but not as a person, obviously. And the fact that he could possibly get murdered and Arsenal's like, I'm sorry, you have to stay in North London and not travel right. with the team. That's just sad, man. It just bums me out. And people are, you know, saying, oh, well, you know, it's not making a political issue. Just play the game. I'm like, well, UEFA made it a political issue. Like we have, to like take a stand and now there's a petition um to say like you should move the game and i'm just like it's not going to happen they're not going to rewrite game of thrones they're not going to rewrite the ending of the sopranos like it's not going to happen even though i think the ending of the sopranos was perfect um it's you know 
I just it's just it's upsetting and it's a, it's very shameful. It's shameful what UEFA is doing. And unless, you know, hands at the top change, I don't think we're going to be seeing any. We're going to see more and more of this. Completely, completely agreed. Um, like almost everything in, in this 2019 world that we live in, a lot of things in the governing body of the soccer world needs a blank slate. Uh, and that isn't just limited to UEFA. That extends to FIFA and it extends down towards the FAs of each respective country. Because we've seen the responses to issues have just been underwhelmingly insufficient and consistently insufficient. Um, so that that really has to change. And for the fans to step in before UEFA steps in um, and does something, you know, actually good for the fans to be like, yo, we have a petition to let this man even play and you are banning him. How about do something about that environment there rather than banning a single player because of his blood uh, it's, it's just a really foolish and, and pathetic move by uefa and i i like you said I, it's it's shamed it's it's really a shameful thing but kev one bright spot that came out of this and when i saw it on <clears throat> instagram i almost fucking died laughing i almost had a heart attack <clears throat> apparently chelsea fans have started their own petition um which has now gained uh, or it was actually reported as news in Baku that Conte and Hazard are Armenian, so they can't play either because the Chelsea fans don't want those two playing. Wow, why? Because of they're leaving, or no, they just don't care about the Europa League. It's, oh. it's like their own rebel against their team, so they started a fake rumor that. Uh, they're both uh, Armenian as well. They're both Armenian, and it was circulated in fucking uh, Azerbaijan. So, a fucking good win on Chelsea fans, you weirdos. What the fuck? That's just weird. <laughs> That's just so fucking weird. I don't know. Uh, but hey, it, they're they're going towards the same cause in a very weird way. But I love right. it. That, that's that's you know not the way I would have done it, but you know, cool. Um, they're kind of helping. Yeah, and just their own weird <laughs> sick way. Okay, uh, let's go back to some transfers. Martin, uh, have you been hearing about the Grand Atletico Madrid exodus that's happening? Um, Juan Franz wanting to leave. Godin. Uh, obviously, you've heard about the Griezmann who's now flip-flopped when he had that whole stupid like decision like LeBron James decision documentary last year where he was like I'm staying which was supposed to be super dramatic when it's like dude you're not like you're not Messi or Ronaldo tier like we don't I don't care that much about your decision if they did want it'd be like groundbreaking news you I'm like all right cool um but yeah what's going on with Diego Simeone's side like are we going like Atletico Madrid has had super highs, but also super lows. Are we going to see like the mass decline, or do you think Diego Simeone, as the great coach he is, I also heard Felipe Luis might be leaving as well. Um, are we like going to see this like mass exodus lead to like Atletico being out of the conversation of like European superpowers? Um, I think that essentially those are the two options but i want to hedge my bets before i i say that atletico is out of out of contention um because first and foremost you got to look at the man at the helm diego Simeone. that that man could lead a bunch of fucking ragged homeless men into sparta and take it over pretty easily Fair. and and so i i think no matter who is in his squad he will make them better and he will make sure that 
they give everything to that club, to that badge, or they'll be, you know, probably verbally and physically punished afterwards. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there is a mass exodus. Felipe Luis, Juan Fran, Godin, uh, Lucas Hernandez already left, Griezmann um, in the talks as well. But if you look at all those players, especially the uh, defenders right there, Godin, Juan Fran, and Felipe Luis, they are all in their 30s. So that mass exodus might be, you know, bad timing, especially if they all end up leaving. But they were going to be replaced within two, three years, especially uh, if Lucas Hernandez did not leave for Bayern Munich. He was about to jump and be a confirmed and regular starter in that back line. So I don't think that's all too worrying. My biggest worry is about Griezmann. I disagree about what you said. I think Griezmann is the face of that club. Mm-hmm. And if, if he says he's staying, that is a huge fucking morale boost to the coach, coaching staff, the fans, the players, everyone in that, in that facility. And so if he leaves, I do think that is going to have a much bigger effect than if literally any couple other players left. Yeah, but he already came out and said he's gone. Like he just came out on you or in his YouTube or like Instagram and said like and oh, thanked all and thanked all the fans. But I think he'll be ending up at Barcelona. Which imagine him, Messi, and Suarez up front. Jesus Christ, um, that's going to be terrifying. I think he'll like if he works out on that. Like I guess like left wing. I guess that's where they put him. I feel like they'd still have Suarez at the at the nine. So. I don't know. That's that's really scary. But I feel like there's going to be an exodus at what's it called? Um, Barcelona, too. I've heard rumors of Umtiti. Obviously, Coutinho's probably out. I said he's kind of like a journeyman, kind of like James Rodriguez. Like he's just kind of like can't find a home. It's kind of like, you know, it's going place to place and like teams can't really figure him out. So it'd be very interesting. I heard Arsenal might be in the running to get him. Um as well so it'd be really really cool it's well i wouldn't be cool but just like goddamn barcelona would be just so stacked and i feel like they're really trying to be like all in with you know um messi's last years which actually i'm going to transition to this you heard in the news about maximilian allegri as well right oh my god um him getting the sack juventus yeah yeah that that i think is going to be pep in five years because juventus obviously under allegri Dominated the Italian league. Absolutely dominated. Won six out of the last seven fucking Scuderias. Uh, so it's, it's fucking... It's easy to do that. Their fucking goal, especially in the latter years, was the Champions League. And yeah, he failed in times past. Yeah. <clears throat> he definitely did not ever make it to that promised land. But he got to a final. Kept him around for a couple more years. Got Two to finals. Final. Yeah. And, and so he kept getting closer and closer to that fucking promise, man. They gave him the best player in the world this uh, past summer. He still can't get there. So I think the board at Juventus realized that they can keep winning the league with just about any coach, if I'm being honest. Uh, so they needed a coach to take him to the next level. And that's essentially what Man City did with Pep. They needed Pep to make that jump. And Allegri just wasn't performing that jump. So after fucking, I think he was there for seven years, maybe? Fucking, it's, it's time to go. And 
it's it's sad because he never did anything wrong, in my opinion. But it makes total sense from a business standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting. I think Pep was the num- is has the best odds right now, but he's already come out like like three times now, being like, "This is absolutely ridiculous! Like, get out of my face with this shit." I just won the domestic treble. I'm going for the Champions League, baby. Like, I didn't even get into a semifinal with this team. Like, I need to, like, I have, like, essentially a top three team in the world. I'm going for it. Why would I try and restart and go somewhere else? But I did hear someone, I think maybe from our Discord channel, say, like, oh, well, he can say he coached Messi and Ronaldo and won a Champions mm. League with, with both. Ooh. So, so I mean, that's that's pretty enticing. I'm not going to lie. Um, but then you have yeah. Pep. Pep coach, but then he says like, "Ah, oh, you guys just got Aaron Ramsey." Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think he. I'm just sorry. I just don't think he'd make my starting man eleven, Man City eleven. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't. Shocker. Um, I I kind of just thought of this. Obviously, with coaches like Arsene Wenger and Alex Ferguson, the love for the club was ever present, and and always obvious. Do you think these journeyman coaches? Whether it be Pep, whether it be Sorry, whether it be Mourinho, Klopp, Klopp, fucking Tuchel, literally any coach that fucking goes all around the fucking country or country world coaching these fantastic teams in these amazing places. What are the fucking odds that they truly love every single one of these clubs? Mm -hmm. Isn't that just a sad thought? Like, what if fucking Moyes hated? Manchester United and just did it for the job, mm-hmm. which I, I makes sense. Which actually, that's a bad example because that's probably <laughs> closer. Did that. Yeah, closer to the truth. I don't know. I think Moyes, you know, had to fill in some pretty big fucking shoes. Um, I think I think we're gone from the Wanger and Ferguson era of coaches, honestly, which is sad to say because mm-hmm. I think it's just too. There's too much money. Yep. In world football, where teams have like such high investors and boards that we're not going to see um, long-term commitments from coach. And I'm going to like back off the thought that they don't love the club. Cause if you watch Jurgen Klopp, that man loves Liverpool with every ounce of his like w- German body. And if you look at Pochettino, same thing. Um, I think Pep to a degree, but I can't read that guy for shit. I have no idea if he's happy, sad. I don't, I have no idea. Um, I, I see Raheem Sterling score a hat trick and so he gives him like a like a 20 minute talk after the game how he was shit. Um, so I can't read it on some coaches, but I truly think a lot of even like Antonio Conte's short stint. I think he really loved his club and like you saw how passionate these play, people are. But I think it's such a business now. We're never going to see, you know, clubs give people time because it's so like we're so into the win now, which I think hurts mm, club, which I hurts club, which hurts clubs mm-hmm. so much. I, I absolutely agree with that, man. Um, and, you know, connecting it to the money and the politics and the business of the sport and, and connecting that with why this old school loyalty, um, whether it's a player loyalty or a coach loyalty or, or a fucking um, the owner's loyalty to the club. It's, it's not what it was 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. Um, which really saddens me because that's one of my favorite part about sports. You're connected to something bigger than just this game. Like it makes no sense that I would literally probably fight someone on the street if, if they talked enough shit about Manchester United and yet 
I've only seen them play one time in my life. Mm-hmm. I've like I'm, I've seen in them person, play yeah, of, yeah, yes, I've yes, seen I got you. I knew you in person one time in my life. I should have no connection to a club that is a thousand miles away from me, but it's bigger than just a game. So mm-hmm. I, I do miss that aspect, and I do think that business of the game is ruining it. Yeah, it's just kind of sad. I think, you know, I think a lot of the mystery and the magic of the game has gone out a little bit mm-hmm. with all this. And it's, you know, but I think it's up to us. I'm saying it right now to make it to keep the magic going, baby. Fucking David Copperfield, this shit. All right, mm. Martin, let's talk about some teams. Let's talk. Let's talk, start, 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 start this car. Manchester United. Um, there's been rumors that Lukaku, since he hasn't been getting, you know, the love from um yeah, Solskjaer. Sorry, I can't believe I couldn't think of his name. I was thinking of Martin Freeman, and I don't know. <laughs> and I just um, uh, fucking missed firing up there. Yeah, it was just, dude. I'm like, I'm rattled. Okay, I'm still <laughs> rattled. I'm, I have PTSD. Please don't mess with me. Um, <laughs> and um, I was thinking about uh, Solskjaer behind the wheel, and I'm like, is he gonna hit me? Is he gonna fucking hit me? <laughs> um, anyway, um, Ollie essentially he's fallen out of love with Lukaku. He said he might be making a move to enter, which I think would be very interesting. Um, but what do you think about Rashford at the nine? Because I feel like we haven't really seen his true potential yet. And what do you make of the delight, uh, delete, delete uh, rumors of him coming in Manchester United, making a bid for him? Cause I think that'd be an awesome move. Yeah. Um, first off, I think both those ideas are, are fantastic. Uh, I, I still like Lukaku. Um, I hope he doesn't leave, but he has certainly not been featured as much under Ollie as he was under Mourinho. Mourinho obviously preferred Lukaku because he's the Mourinho-esque player. Big, stocky, hold up the ball. Um, so he was obviously going to get the short at end of the stick when a more attack-minded, fucking quick-minded coach came in. And we saw the second half of the season... Uh, Rashford played that that number nine position. He was the most dangerous in that center position. Um, And it allowed him to free roam all over the place and either run in behind or come short and create havoc any which way. So I think we have not seen the absolute potential of Marcus Rashford. Nowhere even close. We continue to forget that he he is actually a kid. He's not an England kid. He's an actual kid kid. Um, Still 21. Still 21. 21. He's got one more year. So I think that we will see a a truly incredible Rashford progression um, this coming year, years, especially if he's surrounded by the right people, which I hope to God that he is, because he just possesses so many different qualities that make the defense quiver in fear. The speed, mm-hmm. the technique, he can finish outside of that box. One of my favorite things about Rashford is his whack-ass shot. If you watch how he shoots, he doesn't, he doesn't really place the ball. That's not his first priority. He fucking knuckleballs the ever-living shit out of every single ball that he rips towards the goal. And he'll do that from 30 yards out. He'll do that from five yards out. So if you give him a chance, if you give him a hit and chance, he's going to hit for you, baby. Mm-hmm. And put him at, in at that center forward, that number nine role, and he'll hit. He'll continue to hit. And mm-hmm. look. You saw how fucking dog-tired he was at the end of the season because he'd been running his ass to the bone since he started getting that number nine position. So what I really want to see about from Manchester United next year is those fitness levels, baby. 
Let's get physical. Let's, let's get motherfucking get physical. Let's yeah, get, let's get fit, fit, baby. Fit birds. So, Remember that? Fit birds. Fucking British girls for all you Armenian. I'm sorry, American listeners. Um, also Armenian. We're not racist like Al-Jabirzajan. Yeah. Um, so. I am racist against a certain select Armenian family. So it's the Kardashians. I, oh. I want to call it racist. I just yeah. hate the ever-living shit out of them. Yeah. I I, I uh, fucking hate them. I almost went on a tangent about that. But oh, nope, nope, to. nope. That's uh, another. That's another podcast. <laughs> the Morning Toast, I believe. There's uh, oh, yeah. This girl I was talking to is like super into the Morning Toast. Apparently, it's a what big is podcast. A I don't know. Some podcast. It's like about like girl, like celebrity drama, Real Housewives of I New York. That. New York. Bethany. Bethany. But her husband died. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's just girls. Talk. I, I some girls talk to us. I was like cool um anyway um yeah i still think he needs speaking on rashford i think he definitely needs a little bit more time i think these next two years are going to be really crucial to that because i really have some concerns about his growing like i feel like sometimes when he's in the final third he needs to work on his decision making and his crossing um so but i think that will come with time and i think we've seen you know amazing goals and amazing things from him i think we just need to see more of it so i'm very excited to see more of that in terms of transfers i think uh delete delete yes will be fantastic for you guys so is there any other major transfers before we hop to another team that you'd like to see um at manchester united i really want to see exactly those transfers that you just mentioned that fucking bulk up the defense. I want to bring in one uh, midfielder. Same rumors about Rakitic. I want to hate that. Uh, but though that move, that defensive move, is is the way to be. Is the way to go. Uh, and that's that's top on my list wish list. But Kev, I want to I want to do a quick jump to the neighbors. I want to I want to talk about Manchester City right now, right here. Oh. Because I don't think they need anybody. They don't need anybody, but they are in danger of losing somebody. Leroy mm. Sané. Sané. Um, <laughs> that was good. That was really good, Martin. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess um, there was rumors of him going to Bayern Munich for a heavy CC. price. Um, I think Man City were asking for like 70, 60 million, yeah. which I is like... I think that's a fucking steal. Yeah. In today's market, I think that's a steal. Jump for on his that age? Yeah, but, but, but Bayern's weird, man. They don't make those kind of like... I know. <laughs> Um, and then I heard Aaron Robin might be going to Leicester or something. Like I heard some crazy rumors today, dude. The the rumor mar- the rumor mill is absolutely wild right now. Um, but they do lost they lost Ribery. They've lost Robin. Bayern Munich they're dropping like flies, man. Like it's getting pretty crazy over there. Um, I I I would think it'd be a great move by the Germans, but. Pep already came out today and said uh, it was either today or yesterday saying like, nope, there's been no talks of Sané leaving. We love this guy. So, uh, but I mean, they say that all the time. It yeah, is... I was going to say there's definitely been talks about Sané leaving. But yeah, they don't need, <clears throat> like they don't need a new defender. Like Laporte is gray stones. Um, I think I heard Benjamin Mendy might be trying to leave, which I don't even know why a team would pick him up. Like the guy, like how much film have you watched on this guy? Like 20 games? When is yeah, the guy exactly left? twenty games, I think, over the course of two years. Yeah, I mean, the guy is super. I mean, when he plays, he's fantastic. Like those first couple. He's games, not. He's he not was, even that good. He had like like six assists in the first couple yeah, of games. Defensively, or something. he's ass though. He's like any other fucking new age fullback. Those mm-hmm. wing fullbacks, I'm so sick of them. There can only be like four or five per league. 
Remember when Kyle Walker and Danny Rose were the only two fullbacks who would sprint forward all the freaking time and everybody was like, oh my goodness, this is great. And now everybody does it. Yeah, you have like freaking uh, Marcus Alonso. Yeah. Um, you had Victor Moses on Chelsea, and then yeah, it's and then everyone's yeah, Luke Shaw, yeah, Damian, fucking uh, Delot. Everyone, yeah, everyone's just like yeah, like fuck it. What's defense? Um, yeah, right. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's <laughs> and the teams new. Are like, why is everybody scoring so many fucking goals? Why, why did this Premier League season have the most goals of any <laughs> right. Premier League season? Crazy. Um, but yeah, what do you oh, think that's about? Right. You have two defenders. Sorry. Go um, um, no, it's really weird. It's like, where does Man City, where does Man City go? Because it just seems like their young talent just keeps getting better and better. Like Raheem Sterling, Kevin De Bruyne when he's healthy, Sergio Aguero hasn't missed a step. Uh, David Silva, Bernardo Silva. I mean, they already got replacements and they have the same last name. So that's easy. Makes it easy. Um, and they pull the Warriors stagnation. Yeah. It's they also, just bulk up for the winner and fucking hibernate those W's. Yeah, what do you think about Liverpool, though? Who do you think they could get? I think they need a creative midfielder, like a Coutinho. Hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think they need a... I could be an asshole and say they need another right winger. Um, but oh, oh. You, I think you stop with that most Salah slander. Yeah, they need, I think they need, they need another center back. They Just need for a good... shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. They don't need him, but it'd be... Be nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, um... I mean, like, I think they definitely need something like a good central attacking mid. Um, I feel like that would be nice. I think Jordi and Fabinho have done a good job, especially on the defensive side and like tracking and going after the ball. But I think they need someone to unleash Sadio Mane, Firmino, and Mo Salah more. They got um, Lalana and they refuse to play him. Well, Lalana's being a little bitch. I'm gonna say, I fucking will fight you right here he's on being the a little, telephone. He's being a little pouty bitch, and I don't want to. I don't want to like get too personal, but it's being a little pouty bitch. <laughs> and um, but I think they definitely need like maybe even like a uh, James Rodriguez or some type of like player of that caliber in their midfield. If James Rodriguez comes in, Kevin, man or Liverpool is is you know every. Everything that I hate, even though my own team does the same, Liverpool has that, you know, kind of origin story mm-hmm. where they aren't the big spenders. They really aren't. But you look at the past Klopp years, if they get fucking James, I, I'm done with this meek and fucking mild Liverpool built from nothing. Those motherfuckers are spending big and spending smart. And we've talked about this before. You don't have to spend big to spend smart. And Liverpool and City are spending a lot, but they're spending that so fucking smart. Yeah, so I feel like that's a good argument. It's like, so what if they spend big, they spend smart, where other teams spend big, but do it dumb. Yeah, I feel Manchester like, uh, United's the perfect example. Yeah. We paid $45 million for Fred. Fred! Remember De, remember De Maria? Ugh. Vaguely. Briefly. Six, $60 million for three goals? Yikes. <laughs> um, Fuck me. Yeah, people forget about Dave Maria's tent. <laughs> he had that one chip goal, and everyone like lost their minds. Remember that? And yeah, then that it was, was just... like the third game into the season, and everybody was like, Dave Maria's taking it over. And then it just went straight to shit. Um, let's jump over to um, Arsenal. Arsenal is interesting, man. They're in like a weird spot. Uh, also, shout out that we have Adidas jerseys. Did you see those? Oh, my God. Martin. Yeah, I was talking with Gabe about them. You guys actually might go ahead and win the league or something with those sick puppies. 
Nah, dude, we're going to look so good in fourth in them. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, fourth we're place. Gonna, is... look so great at home. Dude, Europa League, we're going to look so good in Europa League with those. You have no idea. Um, the best dressed. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a trophy for that, best dressed. Um, dude, have the old school, like, JVC-looking jerseys. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. there's the yellow. I even saw a leaked one of the third kit. They all look so fucking good, dude. If you Manchester haven't seen United them. I leaked it. Fucking looks the exact same, but now the crest is black. Giant Chevrolet logo still. Fucking assholes. Yeah, that's still not great. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, I definitely think we need something defensively. If we got like Umtiti, I would geek the fuck out. That would be nice. That'd be a real nice, like solid center back. And we love our French center backs. God. You do. You do that- do that. Oh, especially because uh, Koscioni's like literally on his last leg. Um, literally. Yeah. Um, which also, I just saw this too. Petr Cech's going to be um, heading over to Chelsea as like an advisor or some type of like in the front off or coach. I don't know. He's going back to Chelsea, which just bums me out. I'm like, God, another Arsenal player going to another team like Mikel Arteta, like and now Cech. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're all like <laughs> what the jumping. Fuck? Just jumping ship immediately. Like, oh, thanks for the time here. Now I'm going to go actually like win stuff. I'm like, fuck. Like, this is this is kind of sad. Um, but yeah, I think Umtiti would be nice. Tottenham, I heard Kieran Trippier's out, but I'm not. Tottenham's in a weird spot. I'm not sure who they could land, but I know they they've just got mad money from like making the Champions League final and so, not spending anything. Also, not spe- well, stadium. Hey, they got those. The beers look cool oh, when they fill up right. from the bottom. When the hey, those beers look really cool when they fill up from the bottom. So again, um, that's another thing. Stop building new stadiums. But just, but, Mar- just but Martin, what are they going? What are they going to do with all their money? Spend it on players? Silly. That's really silly of you, Martin. <laughs> um, and then Chelsea is kind of banned, so I guess there's not really <laughs> Chelsea's done. Yeah, Chelsea's in timeout. And that was that was talking Chelsea transfer. <laughs> um, Dude, I have to completely and constantly remind my brother that Chelsea can't buy anyone. We'll talk all the time. And they'll be like, "Dude, Chelsea needs." yada 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 this summer transfer window and and we got to fucking get rid of yada 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 i'm like gabe you can't do anything man it's fucking stuck on pause dude tv's on but nobody's home fucking good luck just try and keep hazard that's all you can ask for yeah dude you're in timeout so i don't i don't know what to tell you guys it's uh it's not looking good but hey christian hey i got real high hopes for my boy he's hershey pennsylvania Bethlehem of American soccer. That's a, that's a men in blazers quote, but I'm going to say, but also it's like Michael Scott, like Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Kevin Pettit. That's going to be me. Um, but yeah. Oh, uh, before we like wrap up this podcast, I do want to say uh, we've been getting a lot of people saying they want to write for lads. We have a website lads podcast. We've been posting uh, lots of blogs. I wrote, I've, I've written two blogs, which is big of me. I got to set the example. Um, but we have a bunch of people writing. We've had Logan Smith. Uh, we had a Nicholas Marsh. We've had a bunch of people DM us uh, saying they're going to send us stuff. So, yeah, if you want to send stuff to me, my email is kpettit610 at gmail. I'll get it posted. And content, 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 baby. So if you want to write in, that'd be really sick. Me and Martin are starting this lad's empire of writers and bloggers. So we'd like to have you on for this journey. Right, Martin? Fucking jump on board this moving train trains are moving not sinking ship not definitely not sinking moving ship. train <laughs> moving train that's much better um 
I'm trying to think. Is there any other big soccer news going on? I can't really think of any off the top of my head. That's um because probably next week's going to be our preview for the Europa League final and the Champions League final. Um, and then we got some world uh, women's World Cup stuff going on. So mm-hmm. and then I get um, I guess like you have the Gold Cup and the Women's World Cup. And so, I mean, there's all sorts of other shit going on. But transfers will probably be a lot of our talk. And you, I mean, the rumor mill is awesome. Even Mbappe's talking about leaving. Could Neymar leave? Who could be coming to PSG? Um, pretty, pretty wild time. So uh, is there anything else you have, Martin? Because I'm, I'm pretty much out of it. I'm plumb out. Oh, okay. Well, thank you guys. I know you were you paused the podcast to say a prayer for me after my horrific injury. Um, I appreciate you. And we will be back next week. So thank you all and good night. Good night. Sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to myself.